I'm Joanna Roach, and you're listening to The Nature of Nantucket, brought to you by the Mariah Mitchell Association. We are here today with Dr. Rich Blundell, and we're going to talk about uh, his work on Nantucket. Welcome, Rich. Hi again, Joanna. <laughs> so let's start with uh, something that you did this summer that I was really uh, interested and curious about, which was that you did a program on Tuckernock about the geology of the island. Let's start there. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, this was uh, really cool. This was uh, uh, an opportunity that came through the Mariah Mitchell Pipeline uh, cat um asked me if I wanted to do a talk on on Tuckernuck as part of the the Tuckernuck Land Trust they have a series of speakers come out in the in the summertime and um as we were thinking about what I wanted to, what I what I would give a talk about um the idea came up to go back to my original training in the sciences which was geology and so we decided we were going to call it rocking Tuckernuck actually I wanted to call it whack lick and look which is a, a phrase that comes from field geologists when you, you know, you walk around with your rock hammer out in the field and you find these rocks and you hit it with a hammer, you whack it. And then to get a good look at the crystals, you lick it to make it, you know, so that you can see them. And then you look at it with your little hand, hand magnifier. So it's whack, lick and look, but they didn't want to go with whack, lick and look. They wanted to go with rock and tucker nook. But anyway, <laughs> so uh, I went out there to do that. Um, and as I was, pre- as I was preparing for it, it was, it was so awesome to just get, back into like to reimmerse myself in all of this stuff that I learned as an undergraduate, all this geology and to, to actually to be able to reinterpret the stuff that I learned as a geologist through the ecological lens. I suddenly saw all these little light bulbs going off. I was making all these connections that I hadn't made before. Anyway, so I brought this program out to Tuckernuck and the idea was that we were going to do a deep geological history of the region. And then I was going to use that as a context. And then I was going to tell the more Pleistocene history, the more recent history of, of Tuckernuck specifically. And then we were going to go and do a, a walk. So it was going to be a rock talk and then a rock walk around Tuckernuck to look at the rocks that we could find. And, um, I don't know. It just, it, it just turned into such a cool thing because what you realize when you walk along the beaches around here, and you look at all these diverse rocks and you kind of wonder where they come from and how did they come to be? And then you look at the geologic history of the region and you realize that all of these rocks come from not just somewhere else and not just a different time, but they like, they literally come from a different world. Some of these rocks are, you know, 400 million years old. They come from the Triassic. They are, they are so old. The world was so different when these rocks were created you know deep in the earth's crust and then they have been on this journey to get here they have literally been carried on tectonic plates across oceans that no longer exist and they were and they they smash into the continent they're called these they're called terrains and there's this line of terrains that come streaming in on tectonic plates and smash into the continent we call it the terrain wreck and then they get buried and metamorphosed and then these mountain building events change them again and then eventually after you know in just the blink of geologic time a 15,000 year period called the Pleistocene well from 2 million to 15,000 years ago this period called the Pleistocene these rocks get plucked out of the continent dragged by glaciers 
and then deposited on the continental shelf only to be, you know, to wash up on, to wash out of a bluff on Tuckernuck or Nantucket. It's just a fascinating story that we walk over every day. And so that's what I did. I, I, so that's what we did. I did this talk out there and it, and, uh, Kat was telling me that it had a huge turnout. The whole island showed up, which means 14 people and, <laughs> and two dogs. So it was, it was a huge turnout. Anyway, it was a lot of fun. And, uh, so we're going to try and now recreate that kind of, uh, a course to do that at, um, at the Mariah Mitchell Association too. Yes. I know we're super excited about, uh, doing that. I think for a couple of reasons, one of which being that there's a lot of rock collectors out there, myself being one of them. Out and there where? Out, 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 where? Out, out in, out in our little universe of Nantucket, okay. where people walk beaches and collect rocks and, and, you know, those rocks with the stripe, which I call the, you know, wishing rocks or, rocks that are shaped like certain things or rocks that are white or rocks that are all, all different. And I love this idea that you can tell us more about where each rock came from. Definitely. And if, if you could, we're, we're, we're recording video and if you could see right now on, my, on the shelf behind me, I just have all the rocks that I've collected. I'm sure a lot of people on Nantucket. So what we're going to do in this, um, in this rocking out Nantucket, we're calling it, uh, it'll be it'll be in two sections. The first one will be on on Friday night, and it'll be a uh, an evening lecture. So that'll be the rock talk. And what people can do is take a rock from their shelf that they've always wanted to know about, and they can bring it into the talk. And at the end of, uh, and then I'll I'll tell about the geologic history of the region and of of Nantucket. And then if they bring a rock or a stone, don't bring like a huge thing. Just bring you know one that's manageable. <laughs> And we'll look at it and we'll see if we can identify it and we'll tell its story. And you can try to what we call stump the chump. I'll be the chump. And if you can stump me, you'll get a prize. Um, okay. don't, I, I don't want to set expectations too high. It'll just be a small <laughs> prize. But anyway, so we'll do that. It'll be, it'll be fun. It'll be like a, like a rock, uh, identification, um, quiz kind of thing. We're going to, so we'll have a lot of fun with that. And then, and then we'll do a follow up the next day. So we'll do that as a kind of lecture on Vestal Street and there'll be visuals and I'll, you know, I'll have a whole presentation. And then the following day, weather permitting, we will go and, uh, we'll find a place to go and actually walk the beaches. Like, we'll, and I'm looking at a couple of different spots right now, which is going to be the best one. And so on that Friday night, I'll reveal the location and then. So what we'll do this the following day, we'll just meet somewhere on island. And then the idea here is that I'm going to train people how to think like a geologist. And so I'm going to be able you so what what the idea here is that, you know, next summer or whenever you can, you know, amaze your friends because you'll be able to now walk down the beach, pick up a rock, and actually have something uh interesting to say. So you'll be able to explain some cool scientific concept or at least baffle people with indecipherable vocabulary and tell them some story about the rock. So so that'll be the idea. It's two parts. So there's rock talk on Friday night and then a rock walk on Saturday morning. Okay. And so when you when you are studying the rocks on Nantucket, what 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 are they telling you aside mm. from the fact that they're very old and they've come from tectonic plates from probably all over North America, but is there, is there something else that is in, you know, sort of the rock formations that are here or the 
other question, which is there, is there something that is not here that should be or could be? There's so much there's, they tell so much. Every rock tells, you know, and if you, and if you're willing to like go there with it and like really learn its history, look at the minerals that are in there, look at the structures, look at the, just look at the way that the, 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 the way that the minerals, the ratios of the minerals and things like that. It just tells fascinating stories. Um, you know, a lot of what we get here, um, are, igneous which are rocks you know that cool from a magma and a lot of metamorphic rocks metamorphic rocks are really interesting because they're telling you something about huge regional scale drastic volcanic you know mountain building they're called orogenies and and what these things do is they just torture rocks and they partially melt them and they contort them and they squeeze them and you know, and, and in the process of doing this, like when you remelt a rock, it differentially, it differentiates, it differentially remelts. And so different minerals come out and different crystals form and different colors appear and different, yeah. different, like, anyway, so every rock has this really, and, but not only that, like when, you know, these rocks, a lot of times you'll see these rounded rocks because they've been worked in, you know, usually in, by waves. And then they have these rings around them. They're like, what, what is this white ring? Well, that white ring is, you have to really use your imagination to kind of see what it really is. It's not really a ring. It's actually a plane. It's a planar surface that's been like, that's, it's a, it's a cross section of something. And so you get to see it in a whole new way. And then you get to learn about what it is. Like, why is quartz differentially melting and finding this form to express to be expressed in so yeah just every rock has really deep stories to tell sorry we, i go on and on <laughs> stop and, me and, you know i think let's just talk a little bit more about the in general geology of um nantucket you know what aside from the rocks stands out to you right as we are you know because you know this that we're really deep diving into climate change and, mm. you know, coastal resiliency and to either adaptation or retreat. And it's, you know, geology is really mm. part of that, especially as we are embarking on, you know, a $350 million, you know, sediment. <laughs> well, sediment I'll issue. Yeah. I'll tell you this, that when you, you know, when you endeavor to understand that the rocks you know, the rocks that you find on the beach around here, like when you really look at the geologic record, it requires that you look into deep time. You know, you're looking at 500, 400, 300 million years ago. And then when you try to figure out, like, how did this rock get here? And why is it, you know, placed here at the foot of this bluff with all these other diversity of rocks? It, And then you, you let the timeline run from, from 500 million years ago to today. Right. And, and you let it run. And then suddenly, like I have this one graphic that I use, which tells this whole story and it lets the timeline, it let, you know, lets the time tick by. And what you realize is that the, the glacial deposit that these islands are, you know, they retreated, you know, 12, 15,000 years ago. That moment, like you, you actually watch this. You watch the, you, you watch Pangea break up. You watch this rift valley come down from the northeast and that becomes this Atlantic Ocean. Like, like I identify with the Atlantic Ocean. And as I watch these 
diagrams and I watch these continents break apart, I watch the birth of this Atlantic Ocean, like this thing that seems so eternal and huge and dynamic to me. There was a time when it didn't even exist. And you see that. You see it be born as you watch these plates break apart. And then you watch and you watch and you watch all this geologic history happen. You watch, you know, you watch the plants colonize the land. You watch reptiles come into existence and dinosaurs flourish. You watch them go extinct. You watch the mammals come up. You watch all, you watch this whole history. And then all of a sudden, right at the end of this graphic, there's this little moment. It's just this little blip of white that goes and it just comes down from the north, comes down to about where we are and then disappears. That whole thing is the glacial period. It's the entire Pleistocene glacier that made these islands and the Cape and all of the geology that's around here. It's, it's not even a flash really. Like, and then, so what my point is just that this is what you don't see, but it's what you can get a perspective on when you study this stuff. The, the timescales involved in what we're doing. Things like climate change take on a whole new meaning when you think about the impact that we have had, not just on the climate, but on every aspect of the living world on this planet. When you put that into the geologic perspective, it just resets your your sort of ethical clock. Like you can be like, wow, like I think we should really be doing things better. You know, we could really be doing things in a different and better way. So I'm not sure if this is answering your question, but these are the things that I don't see. You don't see, but you do come into contact with when you contemplate, you know, the geologic history of, of, of our little home out here. Mm-hmm. I think all of that is just so interesting, and I'm looking forward to your rock talk. And, Me too. Uh, <laughs> it should be fun. Yeah, I'm trying to keep it like fun too. That it's not yeah. just you know that that like I want to have fun with this. I want to really whack, look, and look at things, and um, you know, tell stories. Yes. Um, speaking of that, that is a large part of your uh, science in residence, scientist in residence program here at Mariah Mitchell mm-hmm. is is sort of your ability to look at and communicate, you know, the sensibility of Mariah Mitchell in a modern way. Yeah. And especially in her role as natural scientist. Right. But mm-hmm. also, I think, in her role as both explorer and discoverer. Right. Because back in her time, things were very everything that was being discovered was new to that mind. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think we live in a place where there aren't many things that are new to the modern mind. Right. In fact, I think what's happening is that people are seeing that they haven't looked necessarily deeply enough at some of the things that were previously discovered in the quest to discover something new. And that there's a lot of meaning in the things that we already know that hasn't necessarily been mined. And so I I think that, you know, my, my questions for you really are this work that you're doing. And I know that you have a word for it called Oika, Mm -hmm. which is about bringing the intelligence of nature into culture. Um, You know, this I think is also a unique way when you see this as healing 
um, and healing of not just people, but also of the planet. And I think that, you know, in the work that, you know, certainly I've done, you know, nature, nature is a critical element of the human experience and industrialized America and the industrial industrialized world as a whole has kind of really ignored that with the exception of what are they discovering that's new mm, right mm, and mm. and how are they and how they are giving meaning to those things and i think that coming back to the simplicity of just experiencing nature is incredibly powerful for people and i think that particularly in our role at the mariah mitchell association what i've seen over the last few years is that the more opportunities we give people to simply connect with nature mm-hmm. Mm-hmm the deeper the experience they have uh, in the world. I totally agree. Um, And I think that's kind of, you know, that's why I appreciate this opportunity that you've given me to start, you know, creating programming that can, um, that can do that, that can connect people to nature directly, especially in a way that can then be carried into the kind of culture that, that we create, how we can take, the intelligence of the natural systems that we're embedded in and bring that into the cultural systems that we create so that they can be more sustainable, more resilient, and in many ways more beautiful. Um, and I think what you're saying about, you know, we haven't really looked at what we know closely enough. I think, yeah, Mariah Mitchell, you know, she, the reason I think I'm here is because she knew this. She knew this in her own way. She knew it. She knew it you know, with the kind of Victorian sensibility of her day. But but what you just described, I think, is precisely how she would think today. And I think that that's what I'm trying to do with Oika, and I think what you're trying to do with the Ryan Mitchell Association. And there's a quote that I, if you don't mind, if I just, no. that I think speaks directly to what you're saying. And it starts with a little bit of, you know, religious talk, but let me just hear me out, hear her out. And she says, quote, I hold the simple student of nature in holy reverence. I am hopeful that scientific investigation pushed on and on will reveal new ways in which God works and brings us to deeper revelations of the holy unknown. The physical and the spiritual seem to be at present separated by an impassable gulf, but at any second that gulf may be overlapped, possibly a new revelation may come. So she's speaking exactly to what you're talking about, that there are that there are deep wisdoms and new revelations to be had in the scientific knowledge that we have. And I totally, totally agree. And that's, that's what I'm here to help communicate. And I think that um, what I love about what you're doing also with the geology is that we are in this time where science is for everyone, right? And that is really what this organization is about, that you as community member, as, uh, as, you as a human have this ability to connect to science. And that is really what she has tried to foster, um, both in her work and and in her legacy. So I thank you for joining us today and talking a little bit about your new geology program, Rockin' Out Nantucket. And I hope some of our listeners join you on your walk and talk. Uh, And for those listening, you can find information on that on the Mariah Mitchell website, which is mariahmitchell.org. I've been speaking with Dr. Rich Blundell, who is our scientist in residence, and you've been listening to The Nature of Nantucket.